It's not yeah. just the the football part of it, right? Yeah, I would I would even go out and say that it's going to be more about um, the off the field stuff than even on the field. Right, um, 50-50. But I think what people will soon realize, whether it's a kid going into college or uh, you know people listening to this, it's off the field stuff matters more than the on the field stuff. everybody welcome in this is a special episode is episode 23 of the underqualified podcast today we are joined by former iowa hawkeyes kicker keith duncan and it is today it is a weird stream because it is a daytime stream instead of a normal thursday night uh, again special one-off episode glad to be back and glad to have him here it is currently 1 14 p.m in the central time zone and it is may 25th 2021 um the usual guest, or sorry, usual host you have here. You got me here. I'm on. I'm on the top left this time. It always changes whenever we have a guest because Discord likes to do a uh, alphabetical order kind of thing. Uh, but Finn usually is always on the bottom, unless we have somebody that has a, a name that starts uh, with like Z or something like that. Um, so I am not a bottom corver. Sorry, sorry to sorry to burst your bubble here. But on the right side, uh, right next to me, it's going to be on the right side of your screen. Um, the most important person we have here, it is Keith Duncan. Uh, again, like I said, former Iowa Hawkeyes uh, place kicker from 2016 to 2020 slash 2021 because, uh, you know, I'm not sure if I could still say this because Twitch is still kind of weird about this, that, you know, that C word thing that happened last year and kind of still coming on, but, you know, tapering off now happened. So, um, you know, it kind of, I asked him before the show, I asked him before the show, like, is it 2020 or 2021? He said, eh, technically 2021 with the whole C word thing, but you could say 2020. So, uh, fortunately, he's a, he's a good enough sport to, you know, not really care too much about the, the technicalities of that. But, um, so how are you doing uh, today? And actually, also, thank you for joining us today. Oh, no, thank you guys. Again, I like doing these. It's a lot of fun to just talk about whatever. So I was looking forward to it. Yeah, you said you you said you had a, a bean tier list that you were gonna give us. Bean tier list, yeah. So if we, I'm a big refried guy. Oh, so it's just like refried and black. Those are the only two beans that I really go for, especially when I'm at like Chipotle or something like that. Mm. I would say those are if I could rate my my two bean choices, I'd just go refried at one and then black at two. As a Hispanic, I already approve of you. We, yeah. we we gladly accept you into the Hispanic race. It's like I don't know if you remember like the Dave Chappelle racial draft. We will we will gladly draft you to to the Hispanic race. There's something special about the refried beans. 
Oh, so man, good. So good. See, I'm a big baked beans guy. Myself. I like adding a little bit of mustard, give it a little bit of that like kick to it. Yeah. Oh, boy. It. Finn's got a special guest, too. Oh, yes. Hey, say hi to Keith Duncan. What's up? Guy <laughs> that's crushed your dreams, I don't know how many times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because we have a uh, you know a Nebraska fan down at the bottom here, and I'm an Iowa State fan, and we have an Iowa fan here, so uh, he's probably a he's probably especially because of since you were you know you, roughly you Keith, you and I are probably like the same around the same age. We entered college entered college around the same time, and I remember the uh, I remember the absolute uh, curb stomping of 2017. And then there's the, uh, or sorry, uh, 2016. And then there is the uh, 2018, the back and forth field goal battle. So uh, you've yep. also hurt my feelings uh, during the Cy Hawk game. So, so, but you know that doesn't that doesn't change my opinion on you. I still, I still, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I'm an ISU fan. I have to hate every Iowa Hawkeye player and every Iowa person. Like, no, no, no. People are people. You know, you know, yeah, they're, just, I mean, they're just doing what they're they're doing their job. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what sports are about. People are fat, passionate about their fan bases and that's how it should be, about their schools. And that's what makes it fun. Again, it's like cool that Nebraska, Iowa State, Iowa, like we can all just talk regularly. It's regularly. It's just a lot of fun talking about sports. Um, so, yeah. Now, I, I have a very serious question and I need a very serious answer. <clears throat> Is this Hawk game, El Asico itself, would you would you say that that is maybe not V, but would you guys say that that is a Super Bowl to the team? Um, not a Super Bowl, definitely not. Um, no. I mean, I think we view it's like very cliche to say like we view every game as a big game, which is true. Um, but we do, I think, like the rivalry games mean a lot more to to the players. Um, but if you ask like which rivalry means more like we have Iowa State, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Those are our four rivalry games for trophies. Um, you guys, do you guys count Nebraska, or are you just like we just won another trophy? Yeah, it's. I mean, what is it? Last six years we've won, so it's getting a little boring. But <laughs> they're all they're it's all not, like, it's not a fun one. <laughs> they're all really close and fun games, um, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but they they go back and forth. They're all for trophies. But you could ask like half the team; they'll say Iowa State. Half the team will say Nebraska. Some guys will say Wisconsin. Um, cause we have guys from all over. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's all, they're all really fun games to be a part of. We're all just very fortunate to be a part of, um, games where there's plentiful rivalries. The fan bases are awesome. Um, again, all, all four fan bases out of those schools are great. I was gonna say going to Iowa state, we all love playing in Iowa state, especially like the kickers. We go out on the field first and I don't know if it's just for the Seahawk game, but Iowa state, their whole student section is already packed. Um, like right, like an hour and a half before the game, which is awesome. Like, that's so cool. Um, and we walk out and they're just like heckling us like crazy. I'm like, that's how it should be. Um, so that's a lot of fun. It's, it's really cool to be a part of. Um, I was going to say, I never really f- knew the full extent. I'm from North Carolina, so I didn't know the Iowa, Iowa state rivalry. Um, it would be like the Kansas, Kansas state rivalry. That's how I would view it until I got here. And mm-hmm. I was completely wrong because there's no professional team in Iowa, um, so it's mm-hmm. Iowa or Iowa State. So it's really cool to be a part of that, yeah. and just kind of cool to see how the fans interact with each other. Um, so it's a lot of fun to be a part of. I always forget that Iowa ha- Iowa football specifically has so many like trophy games. 
Because yep. like I remember, I remember talking to Ryan Kreiner uh, a few months back, and I asked him, I was like, "Is is that your guys' Super Bowl?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course. Like it's not even close. There's yeah. no there's no other game that we look forward to more than that during the regular season." Yep, but, I think but that you guys have so many others that you can. Yeah, we have a lot. And I think, too, like, that would change. Like, now Iowa basketball is a little bit better. I think they would also say, like, Illinois is a really big rivalry. Um, I think some of the players, it all it, it all depends on. Really? Illinois. And, and yeah. Well, Illinois kind of holds Iowa's number. Oh, they definitely do. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, they're good games. But, Illinois was but phenomenal. keeping it close, you know, keep when you can close. keep it close, it feels a lot, you know. It's just like <laughs> Iowa playing Iowa State. We've had Iowa State's number for the past six, seven years, mm-hmm. but yeah. those games are good games, yeah. fun to be a part of. Um, it could have gone either way. I think I'm so excited for this next year. Um, both like really good programs, top 15 at least, I would say. Mm. Uh, so it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, again, everyone's predicting stuff on paper, but it doesn't mean anything until the game actually is played. So yeah. um, I'll hopefully be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. Wait, you're going to be at the Cyhawk game? I hope so. I only live about forty-five minutes away, so Ooh, I'm into. Play. I feel like so, you and I need the like meetups, like yeah, during yeah, the game, yeah. maybe sometime. I yeah, I plan on being there. Um, I bet everybody's saying that to Keith right now. They're all like, "Oh, hey, Keith, yeah, we should meet up at the game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a fun guy to be around. Like, I don't like. I could see like why people like, "Oh, you're like stupid on social media or like whatever." But I'm like, yeah, I'm just having fun. <laughs> Right. But, At the end of the day, what what is social media if you're not just trying to have exactly. fun with it? Yeah, like I'm I'm a like I love meeting new people. I love just having fun with with new people. Um, so yeah, if you ever see me out or whatever, just come say hi. <laughs> I can definitely confirm to you that like the for the Sahawk game in Ames, the tailgates are super super friendly. Like the two two times it's been in Ames while I've been here, um, it it really has been. It's shocking for me to see because, you know, I, the first time I, I, it was 2017 was the first time the Cyhawk game was in Ames for, for when, while I've been in college. And, you know, I was walking from the dorms and you see, uh, I still, this image is burned into my head of, you know, a kind of, kind of by Fratland, kind of not by Fratland. There's some apartments like right next to the stadium, walking past them on a big um, mattress sheet or a, a bedding sheet. says Ferris has Ligma. Like just hanging from the balcony. Like we see all of them when we drive in because we drive from Iowa City to Ames. Um, we stay the night there and then we drive in to the game and we drive in directly through. Like we see uh, the white sheets and we see uh, we come right through the tailgates. So oh. you say they're friendly. They're not friendly to us. <laughs> they're but actually, that's how it. Yeah, they're. But like, it's not like they're like kind of physically harm us or anything. But like for for example, I saw like a mom walking in a stroller. She saw her bus turns around the double birds come up i'm like oh nice this is gonna be fun <laughs> they probably like that the players but in all honesty when you actually get down so like i was thinking like oh man it's gonna be super hostile but then like when i walked past the fairness has ligma and actually got down to tailgates like everybody's having a really good time both i both fan bases are together at tailgates it's like it was it was confusing to me seeing it yeah. because because of how like strong the rivalry is that's how it should be that's how yeah. college sports should be. yeah um Again, sports is just a way for everyone to come together and just be a part of something bigger than themselves. Um, I was going to say, like, the kids, the Iowa State kids are mean. Like, when we come down the tunnel, there's, like, that green hill that they all stand yep. on and players. Yep. They say some mean things. I'm like, where did you guys learn all this stuff? 
But props to them. I mean, they're big fans. So I think I was amazed. I was amazed when when I get to Iowa State, right? Being from Nebraska, I had never heard crowd boo anything. Oh yeah. Like like and people don't boo against Nebraska either because it's just like you you, you don't do that. And I get to Iowa State. My first game is the 2017 Cyhawk game, which was really, really good game. Yeah. That was overtime. overtime. I think I'm pretty sure you won the game, which. Oh, I think Amir. That was the one where Amir caught it in overtime. Yeah, it was an overtime. You're right. Catching uh, that. Yeah. I I was like, man. (laughs) So many times just heard boo. And I was like, why are we. <laughs> what what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's always fun to play there. I mean, I've always said I think Penn State, Iowa State, and Nebraska are my uh, favorite places to play because of how I guess energetic the stadium is, and you could definitely see throughout the years. Like the first time playing there it was like it was all right. It was still a lot of fun, but like the last time we played, it was crazy just because the football team's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great program, so it's it's really fun to play them. So that's your like favorite away stadiums to play, right? Or, uh, or... Penn, State, Penn State, Nebraska, and Iowa State are yeah. definitely my favorite. Yeah. What about no, he likes? Play, he likes he likes playing them at home, Jason. Oh, that too. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, what about Kinnick? Like, do you do you like Kinnick? Oh yeah, I love Kinnick. Kinnick's awesome. Um, um, how do you? It's just so how the fans are like a foot away. Yeah. So I've never great. actually been to a game in Kinnick. Um, yeah. But I would like to see sometime a game in Kinnick because of how, like, like it's a, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Oklahoma State's uh, stadium where how like the the the, yeah. the stands are like really close to the sidelines. It's like really enclosed and really close. Yeah, I mean, there's been multiple times where like the fans just kind of reach over, like after I like make a kick, they reach over and like touch you on the pad. Really, they're that close. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're really close. Um, Dude, that would scare the shit out of me. I- <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun to be a part of. Um, let's just say if you guys go to Kinnick for a game, go to like Cyhawk or Nebraska, Wisconsin. It's a little bit more energetic than like a NIU game, but still, <laughs> Kinnick's always rocking. So uh, now, what I, I have to ask you then: What are your opinions on uh, clapping on the sideline? Yeah, um, I mean. One, it's football. Two, the stadium's empty. Three, if there were fans in the stadium, there would be a lot more noise than clapping. Um, and if you're really that worried about it, don't have clapping as you're, I'm, I'm a kicker, so I'm not going to, what is it, like the to snap the ball, uh, like a cue or whatever. Yep. Like, don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's my opinion. Obviously, I'm biased, but. Um, hey, you know what? He's doing his best, okay? He was a four-star tight end, not a lineman. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, actually, he graduated from my high school a year after I did. The center? Yeah, Cam Jurgens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, um, that's that's our legacy that my high school has not not our Super Bowl winning tight end that we produced in Mike Higgins. Yeah. Not not Xavier Oman who had a relatively successful like I think it was like five seven year career in the NFL before injuries really got him. You know. No, yeah. none of those. Our four-star tight end that plays center. Props to him. That's a pretty cool shift there. I mean, I, I was happy for him for sure, but yeah, he cool. has 
he uh, I, I like to think that his progression as a center has gone pretty lit parallel to Nebraska's progression as a uh, team. Take that however you will. It's like Nebraska's one of those teams, too, that like they'll come to play against Iowa, so those games are always fun. Um, but you never know what kind of Nebraska you'll get. But they're a very talented well, team. See, that's so. a, I was always amazed with how close those games were. Like, Isn't like the last two meetings between Nebraska and Iowa, they were decided by a field goal? Yep. Um, well, this past year, it was six points, I think. Yeah, six points. And then the year before was a field goal. The year before that was also a walk-off field goal. So... Yeah, it's they've been really, really close games. The only close, the only non-close game I think was our my freshman year, um, freshman and sophomore year. I think it was like forty to three, and then also pretty, pretty high. I think on in twenty seventeen. But um, you know, if we win, we're still happy. I don't care if it's by one or fifty. Yeah, yeah a win is a win. <laughs> yeah, a win's a win. Um, you know, you could talk about how ugly it is in the film room on Monday, but you know. yeah, I mean, people sometimes get upset, like. If you beat like a North Dakota State or you and I by like ten, it's like oh you should have beat them by twenty five or whatever. I mean a win's a win at the end of the day. So you should have beat Louisville, Ooh. or yeah, sorry not yeah. Louisville, Louisiana. My bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We got to uh, go ahead. No, I was saying the, the, they were they were a good team, so it wasn't a tough loss. Yeah, I you know I, I actually think Louisiana was like a really really solid team. At I the, so yeah, I mean, they stayed top twenty five for the majority of the year. So yeah, they. They went from unranked to top 25, and I think they maybe dropped out once, but then they won one loss. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for those the, like special teams blunder of a game, I think it would have been a blowout for Iowa State. So, But that's how it is. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you don't have a special coach at all. Oh, you guys don't? Nope. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that's, I think, so I think us doing as well as we have, even though it's yeah. pretty bad on special teams, is actually relatively impressive. Interesting. I didn't know that. But but Louis no, Louisiana actually has a really solid program in my Yeah, they're good. They have a lot of good athletes. Yeah. And I re- I really do hope they because that would be great to start Sark off with loss to yeah. a group of five school. That would be very interesting. I mean, they could be the team to do it. Again, they have a very, very athletic team, so it'll be sweet to watch that game. Unfortunately it's just the name. The name is what everybody like is just like, oh it's it's Louisiana. They're they're not good. They are a good team, but no, but you know, it's, it's the name. They're the Sun Belt, you know, group, group yeah. six conference. Like, so they're a good team. They're a good yeah, team. I mean, if they're a good team. They're a good team. But yeah, I think if you throw them in the Big Twelve or Big Ten, I I think that that was like one of those games where it's like if you if they played ten out of ten, Iowa State would take nine of them. Yeah, I I I'd say I agree with that too. Yeah, it was an early game in the season. I think. So we have a, a question on Twitter for you from Toyota Hunter Schmidt. Uh, he asked um, if you and Nate Kading played a kicker's game of horse, both in your prime, who would win? I'm going to have to go Nate. I mean, he's the all time great. I can't disrespect Nate. <laughs> um, he's a great guy too, but uh, he was an even better kicker. <laughs> so I'll go Nate, but you never know. I, I, I like to compete. So I'm not going to just throw myself under the bus there, but uh, I mean, we have a great relationship. We've talked to, um, it's really cool to have guys like that. Uh, we have a lot of guys, former players coming and talk to us and just having Nate there, uh, in the kicking spot is, is really cool to just kind of pick his brain and even, uh, kick with sometimes. So, um, that'd be a fun game to play, but 
unfortunately, I don't know if it would go well for me. <laughs> I think, you know, you, University of Iowa Athletics needs to, like, put that on and, and like, maybe you could, guys could raise funds for uh, University of Iowa Children's Hospital Steadfast. Is, I think, you, do you guys have Steadfast? I don't remember, or, or if the Steadfast is in Des Moines. I can't remember. Um, which uh, one. Yeah, Ed Children's Family Hospital. Yeah. So uh, you guys have, you guys need the, I don't know, have, like, some sort of, battle just like a charity thing um it would be cool well, to have and you know you know have people you could yeah i mean i know iowa's already had their uh, spring practices and everything like that but you know phasing phasing back in fans in the stands could i mean i don't think all how, how much does kinnick hold like 50 something thousand i don't remember how i don't know how much 75 80 75 okay see that's a lot more than something i did i i have no clue about kinnick dude you'd be i Jason, how many do you think Memorial Stadium in Lincoln holds? Uh, oh my God, uh, God, I don't know, eighty thousand. It's a good guess. That, that, yeah, that's that's a better guess than. See, yeah. Kinnick, Kinnick to me though looks Kinnick to me looks smaller than than Iowa State just because I think the footprint is smaller. I think that's well, why, yeah. like my well, brain. We go we go all the way around. Yeah, um, you guys at yeah. MTN, and yeah. then I think the second kind of small um but i think if you guys get a bowl you have that massive tv thing there so that's kind of a a toughie but i think if you guys have a bowl that'd be sweet they're closing off the the north end zone oh are they wait did they take down the jacobson building too no that's still there um okay i knew they took down the olsen building yeah they took down the olsen building they're enclosing it to I think they're doing more hillside seating, but more importantly, they're doing the connected concourses because the way Jack Tri Stadium worked yeah. is that in order to really get across from like one side to the other, you had to either walk around like when you were already, you you were already in the stadium, you had to walk around to the south end zone through the uh, Sukup end zone club or sorry behind it. You don't actually walk through, but you walk behind it to the other side to like so to the west end zone or west side of the stadium. Or you had to leave the ends, uh, leave the stadium through the north side through the gate and re-enter, kind of like walk around the. Uh, I believe you had to walk around the uh, the Bergstrom Athletic Building and uh, go in that way. I think I can't remember for sure, but it was kind of weird. So that's the entire like they're enclosing it off. It's kind of my brother um, when he first saw Jack Tri Stadium, he kind of said it's kind of starting to look a little bit like the horseshoe. Uh, Ohio State, kind of what they're they're doing, like kind of like a enclosed U shaped kind of deal. That would be really cool and really loud. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would fix their audio because there's only speakers from that, uh, you know, that big screen with the building, uh, you know, where the band is. Like, wait, you guys, wait, 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 we have speakers there. Yep, those are the only like speakers that that are there. Um, oh, UNL, UNL doesn't. Sorry, everybody calls them Nebraska. I, I call them UNL because we have three Nebraskas. Yeah, we have Nebraska, but Omaha, and Lincoln. We, yeah, Omaha, Kearney, and Lincoln. Great. But, yeah, we we have speakers, I think, inside the stadium. Like, think about it. You've got 92,500 fans, right? doesn't matter how many speakers you have. It's going to be loud. You're not, you're not going to hear anything aside from the fans. So they put, but I know they put speakers inside the stadium and the, um, because I mean, you two haven't been inside of Memorial Stadium to like 
go up to the stands, but you have to go up catwalks. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm pretty sure Keith Duncan has been inside Memorial Stadium. No, to go to the stands. Oh, okay. (laughs) Wait, you've been to Memorial Stadium? How was it? Was it cool? What game did you watch? (laughs) Yeah, uh, yeah. Those games are always fun there. (laughs) Mm. Every state calls. Just yeah, like on the radio, they'll call Nebraska NU, which is really weird because then we face Northwestern and they'll they'll literally say NU versus NU. And you has the ball driving down to NU's side, side of the field. That's confusing. That is tough. But yeah, I gotta I gotta go back to this Kinnick thing because like man, like I feel like a dumbass. Like I because I I've only been on the exterior of Kinnick and it looks small because it's in the ground. Yeah, uh, I, that that's probably it. and it, it, it's the it's the footprint. The footprint is very small because it's surrounded by a small parking lot and yeah. it's on a main or. Would you call that a main road? I don't know. It's kind of. I went there during the summertime, so it wasn't really as active. But the hospital's right across the street, so and there's a parking garage there for the for the hospital. Yeah, it's not crowded, but it's definitely like they have it cut off uh, during game days, and they just have like hot dog stations and stuff like that. Um, But typically, it's it's a crowded road. All right. So I want to transition now. Let's talk about. uh, I want I. For for both me and anybody that watches this later or is watching it now, uh, your future endeavors, uh, or not future, but like whatever you're doing now, I, I I I hate the term future endeavors because like it's every time like after you, like it's like if you get fired from a job or that they say best of luck for your future endeavors, like it's like a negative connotation. I know, too. like like I, but I can't think of a, a proper wording here. But like so, uh, you, a seamless you, transition. You you yeah. started you started your your um. You started uh, your own podcast, and uh, you've started your own, uh, you called it a, a hobby or a side gig, and now you're thinking about turning it into a business. You want to talk about those? Yeah, so um, the podcast and the blog that I'm doing all kind of go into uh, my kicking program that I started, which is Keith Duncan Kicking. Um, also have a website, keithduncankicking.com. Um, it's basically um, me being able to teach kids, middle school, high school kids, uh, to becoming the best kicker and punter they could possibly be. Um, and what I want to do more specifically with it is talk about, and it's we talk about it on the podcast and blog, more on the mental side of kicking and how I think off the stuff matters a lot more than on the on the field stuff. Um, so that's what I mainly want to focus on in our sessions. Like, yes, I'm going to teach the kids how to kick. Um, I do private lessons, hopefully at camp sometime soon. But during those lessons, I really want to kind of touch on what you should expect going into college, whether it's time management, um, how to carry yourself as a specialist in a football program um, and basically like the, the ins and outs of what to do and what not to do. Um, so I think that's something again, that I think is people, people don't hit on as much. So I, I think I can bring something to the table in that aspect and I'm excited to get started um, doing some things already um, start lessons in next week. So it should be fun. You should reach out to uh, coach J.R. Sandlin on Twitter and okay. uh Talk to him about maybe coming on your podcast. He has an illustrious history as uh, as being part of uh, multiple Division One programs, like recruiting. Yeah, uh, like he he was part of recruiting at Alabama, Texas, you know, all sorts of different schools, and now he's the head coach um, and like head recruiter for <clears throat> oh, what's the school? Uh, Jacksonville State down okay. in Alabama. Yeah. 
That's which is, they're a they're an FCS school. They just uh, good too. They just made the I think the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, they're good of their of their playoffs. So like, so yeah, I think I think maybe that would be that would be something that would be really cool for. Definitely, I can look into that. Um, so yeah, I think we're trying to have on uh, or trying to have some pretty cool guests. Um, I think during the season two, we're going to do like a specialist of the week and hopefully get them on the podcast. Um, and kind of, kind of, we're just going with the flow right now. So we don't really have mm-hmm. anything too scripted, um, but it's, we're having fun with it and seeing where it could go. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. Uh, are you, are you still in the beginning stages of uh, Keith Duncan kicking or is it kind of like a somewhat established uh, brand now? Um, I don't know if establishes i mean i've created an llc uh website um i have not physically again i I just moved to des moines so i started uh my schedule june 1 so that's when i had my first lesson um but before those lessons start um i'm again doing the podcast and blog um hopefully coming out with some apparel soon too which should be fun um but I'm, i'm hoping that it grows fairly quickly again I know Des Moines is a great spot to have um, specialized coaching. Um, it's a great place to live, and I'm excited to be here. So, again, I'm having fun with it and seeing where it could go. I asked you about that because I, 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 I think uh, with one who you are and two where you're at, uh, reaching uh, getting some media coverage for this would be a good good thing. And I don't know if you'd reach out to uh, the you know the only the only. Uh, News programs that I watch here in Central Iowa are WHO 13, so it'd be John Sears. Uh, John Sears is the Hawkeye specialist, so uh, it'd be that or Keith Murphy, and even um, uh, God, I can't remember the other. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember the other guy's name, but uh, but uh, you should probably reach out to one of them because I'm sure they would be really interested in doing a story on like, hey, we have a former Iowa Hawkeye kicker doing this program, establishing this program in 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 Central Iowa. Yeah, no, it's. Probably something I, sh- I should look into. Hopefully, I can reach out to those guys. Um, again, I just saw like a great amount of support just by putting it out on Twitter. Um, I've had parents reach out and say, "Hey, I would love to sign my kid up. Um, it'd be really cool for them to just meet you." Um, so I think that's something that I'm excited to do and excited to just meet so many other so many other people. Um, again, that's that's what I love doing. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. Just creating those connections, I think, is a lot of fun. Um, so hopefully I'm reaching out to some high schools, um, maybe contacting with contacting with them and maybe doing a partnership with them in the future. So, again, the process is going to be fun. So I, it's just hopefully it grows quickly um, and I'm trying to do everything I can to, to make that happen. I'm excited to see where it goes, because that's that's the kind of thing where, like, you see it all the time in areas that are considerably more developed, where you see a lot of big athletes coming out of. Yeah, and I, I was gonna say I hope for it to not just be like an Iowa or a Des Moines thing. Um, I've oh, had Keith, Keith Duncan kicking international, inter- not international. Uh, <laughs> would be cool, uh, but I plan on staying in the U.S. Uh, but no, I've had people from Maryland reach out to kick. Um, so again, I think the more that I grow, I would love to do some like spot camps in Iowa City, uh, maybe Nebraska, Minnesota, wherever it kind of makes sense to do that i'm um, just growing the brain as much as possible and again meeting new people and um, creating smart connections and nebraska could use another uh another really good kicker we haven't had one of those since we were back in the big 12 yeah you had one last year he was pretty good yeah 
Yeah, but dude, nobody, nobody will ever compare to Alex. He just, he was very good. <laughs> oh man, fifty. What was it? Fifty-eight yard field goal or something like that. Beat was, Colorado. Tyler Brown, I think it was. My oh friend, yeah, he was very good. He's actually from an area where I grew up in Texas. Really? Um, yeah. So I've heard of I, I heard of him, and then we played him. I was like, oh, this is really cool. And he was a pretty good kicker too. Um, I think I have the name right, but yeah, yeah, he. Yeah, he was all right. But I think yeah. we just picked up, was it? I think we just picked up an exchange student. Really? As well, yeah. Yeah, I know. Because everybody Connor, picks up. Yeah, Connor Culp was a kicker last year, and he had a really good season. Um, good kicker, too. So he was. He came out with me in high school, and I think he went to LSU for a little bit. But, mm. yeah, they. I know they struggled in 2019 with a lot of injuries and kind of guys going back and forth, but Connor had a good season last year. So hopefully, hopefully he stays there for a bit. So you said you grew up in Texas. I thought you were from North Carolina. I was born and raised in Texas, moved to North Carolina for high school. Um, so it's kind of hard to see which state I claim, but um, I'm in Iowa now. So I call Iowa home. You're just a Southern boy that I'm moved to Iowa. Yeah. 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 I'm a Southern boy, moved to Iowa. Um, but I've, I've had you? family that has lived here before. So it was kind sure. of a few spot. So when you so we, when you were down in Texas, who did you root for? Uh, I've had that question so many times, and again, there's so many major colleges down there. It was tough. I would have called myself a UT fan, uh, but again, I wasn't extremely passionate. I didn't have just just say like, University of North Texas. It, not University of North Texas. Uh, oh, not not a not a big green. I'm a Longhorn fan, uh, or I was. Uh, we played North Texas twice too, which was cool to just have a Texas team come up and play. Um, but like coincidentally enough, I was actually a North Carolina basketball fan when I lived in Texas. And then when I moved to North Carolina, I didn't like anyone. Uh, <laughs> so it was, it was weird. Um, but I was gonna say NC state's probably the most rooted for team in North Carolina out of the, uh, the North Carolina schools. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really cool dynamic. Hey, we have a question from chat real quick. Uh, yeah. uh Andrew Corver wants to know uh, Texas back. Wait, say that again. So you cut out. Uh, chat wants to know if Texas is back with Sark. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, th- those are those are some of the the programs like like Nebraska, like a blue blood program, which oh, yeah. um, I would really like to see kind of be good. Uh, I don't know if that's the right grammar, but. Um, it's really cool to have like a, a villain in a sense or, or those teams that are always like someone's out to get them. I think that makes college football mm-hmm. fun. Um, I mean, you can say USC, but I just think the PAC 12 is just not fun to watch at all. <laughs> um, so you can keep them out of it, but no, I, if it's Texas back, I don't know. It depends who you ask. Cause everyone has different expectations. <laughs> ask Sam Ellinger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can ask Sam. <laughs> I like, I like him as a player too. So he's again, I'm a kicker, so my opinion doesn't matter as much. But they're fun. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like the kicker's opinion matters the most because they're the ones that are just kind of around all the time. They see everything. We are observers. <laughs> By the way, uh, Mark Freund was the other name for WHO that I that I yeah uh, yeah. So, he's, he's a good dude. I've I remember hearing his name too. So. Apologize to him. I don't think he'll ever see this, but I apologize to, for forgetting his name, and I remembered it now. You never know who's gonna see this. Yep. <laughs> We, um, I have to ask, <clears throat> so you mentioned blue bloods, 
you know, the, the historic programs. Do you think that Iowa could ever, do you think that actually really anybody anymore can become a blue blood? Can become, uh, again, it's, it's tough because you, you would have to be one of like the founding fathers in a sense. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I guess you could say, I know some people don't even, don't even classify Alabama as a blue blood just because of their extreme success. Some people that I've talked to, I, I thought they were, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to say, cause what was it? Bear Bryant. That's what I thought. Yeah. I said, maybe the person that I was talking to is just out of his mind, but um, like you could, what you could say is Clemson a blue blood. See, that that's a pretty hot debate nowadays. Yeah. So like you could like technically they, they weren't like historically like a Nebraska or Oklahoma, those kind of schools. But I mean, they're top five for the last six years. So, and how do you, how do you I mean, they've, them? they've always been a top, top program since the playoffs started. Exactly. So, I mean, in a sense, I guess if there were to be a program that would be a new blue blood, I would pick Clemson. So for, for a layman that will either come across the show or for a layman that is in the top left corner of your screen, what exactly is a blue blood? Is there a a, formal definition or is it just more of like an informal kind of like we just consider? Yeah, I I guess I don't have a a definition. Just what social media classifies as a blue blood, I guess I'll be on that same page. So I think... What is it? Nebraska, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, USC. Notre Dame. I was going to say, Dame. what about Notre Dame? Because Notre Dame's like the... How How about Rutgers, though? Rutgers founded college football. Football. <laughs> Dude, I would, I would, and I'm going to get a lot of flack. For I think Yale is a blue blood because they have the most titles. I'm going to go with no. But I appreciate the, <laughs> I appreciate the argument. <laughs> Um, yeah, I can't do Yale because they're not in a power five. <laughs> I, I you're coming from, I do, but again, there's what is the definition of a blue blood? It, it, it changes for everyone that you talk to. Now, this is an interesting one, and this was brought up in chat <clears throat> because apparently there are people that say that the state is blue blood. Now, who then you Can- really Kansas get state into, to, yeah, Kansas State is was, what he's talking about. Oh, Kansas State. Kansas State, yeah. Because okay. then you really get into the question of, is it titles? Is it titles that matter? Or is it the legacy that is left behind? Because if you look at, and I'll use Nebraska as a really good example, they only have five national championships to their name. Right? Objectively, that's not yeah. a lot. It's all relative to the program. Right. If you, right. I think legacy matters a lot more than titles, um, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. It's just, I'd agree with that people, too. Yeah. It's like just how people perceive your program. That's kind of what it comes down to. Cause uh, you know, when, when you look at Nebraska's program, Bob Devaney has three, three titles, you know, Tom Osborne only has two and Tom Osborne coached for, what was it like 30 years before he was looking at becoming, you know, the Tom Osborne that everybody knows. But then yeah. you've got Bill Snyder for Kansas state. Exactly. And Bill Snyder was a Hayden Fry guy. Um, with Iowa, so yeah, Bill Snyder was there forever. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting debate, but I don't know if there's a right answer. I, I, man, and then the question also becomes: Is Oregon a blue blood? No, 
is there is there fleeting success that they, they will see every few years enough to really say, oh, yeah, they're one of the top programs that you could always look at and just expect success? Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough. It's it's, again, an interesting conversation, and I definitely don't have the right answer because um, I think it changes per person. But I would say no. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you talk about legacy it kind of reminds me of like you know at smu you talk about how legacy matters more than titles like no no amount of titles is gonna like remove that stain that smu had uh where they had the death penalty in what was it, like the 80s i don't remember when exactly it was so like uh 90s 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 because yeah. because the ncaa dissolved the conference as well mm-hmm. yeah see like you you could love SMU like now or whatever like that, but still like it's just they got that black mark on them. That's just like ugh. definitely, and I think it, it's just gonna take time to heal, um, just like everything else. But yeah, Dude, I love I love how Arkansas goes from being in the Southwestern Conference where they're buying all of their players to the SEC where everybody else is too. The huh. tough market. <laughs> it's <laughs> like yeah. I I want to ask about that. Like it, it's no, it's no secret that these top programs are buying their players, you know, whether it's directly or, you know, however they're doing it. But do you, do you think that, you know, that's kind of a scummy thing to do? Or is it one of those things where it's, well, if everybody's cheating, is anybody really cheating? I think you'll see that change when NIL passes. Um, that'll change a lot. Um, but I have never witnessed it in Iowa. Um, Right. I, and I don't, and I'm not saying that like I was one of those. Yeah, no, but I think it's, again, as a conference thing, like if you see everyone sees the SEC and they're known for paying their players. Um, so again, I don't know just cause I have never heard of a person getting paid. Um, but everyone thinks that it happens a lot. Um, but again, I have no idea and I think it'll change with NIL. It's going to make recruiting a lot more interesting. So now that leads me into an Iowa-related question. Do you think that Kentucky paid C.J. Frederick? No. I Again, I have no idea. I, I would say no. Um, I've talked to C.J. a couple times. He's a great dude. So mm. No, I love C.J. I, I, I was going to say, uh, just because he's a great dude doesn't mean he couldn't have got paid. Right. But I right. would say, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I have no I mean, idea. I'm a fan of, I'm you know, I'm always somebody that says, you know, if you're going to be a bag chaser, do it. Go get that bag, man. I can't, you know, you're you only have so long for but, sure. Yeah. And, and I love, I love CJ like contrary to what people probably think. I, I love a lot of the players on the Iowa basketball team. I mean, Joe Wieskamp's my dude. I, I would do a, I man, Luca Garza, insanely good college basketball He's like player. Seriously one of the nicest people too. Um, you know, and then, and then great. Joey T love Joey. I, T. I still think it's a, I, I'm, you know, I'm an ISU fan, but damn, like, you can't you can't deny like how frustrating that is for was I think it was Garza Wieskamp and I think maybe Toussaint had a couple points to too in their loss against uh, who who they lose into the the round of thirty Garza and Wieskamp were the only starters that had points. Garza, yeah, see like that's just you know I'm not one of those proponents. I was actually rooting for Iowa to make it to the Sweet Sixteen and probably the Elite Eight. I was, you know. I you know you could ISU fan base can attack me all they want you know you could you could you they could say you you don't deserve to have your background that you do for saying that but but you know I was that's re- how, I mean that's typically how it is I mean if you're like a an Iowa fan like I think 
like I would I root for Iowa State when we're not playing them for football, um, just because I like seeing one the rivalry grow, two I like seeing the state of Iowa get more pub- publicity, and I again like I think the program at Iowa State's phenomenal. Um, Matt Campbell seems like a great coach, and I think it'd be really cool to like that's one of the things that we've talked about like specialists like we have a lot of time so we we think of like theoretical questions like if if you could pick three schools to spend a month at um where would you go um and i think iowa state would probably be be on on my list really even though they're not known for special teams i mean i mean i just not even about like the like the performance side i just like i i'm interested more in the culture side of the mm-hmm. team um and i think iowa state has a really good culture a really good um, campus I mean, too campus I, is really pretty yeah, yeah, and again, I I have no idea because I've never been inside the building. Um, but just kind of seeing from outside in, I think Matt Campbell does like a really good job. Um, so I think it'd be really cool to kind of experience that. No, I was I was definitely rooting against Iowa mainly because uh, head coach of Oregon grew up uh, like twenty five minutes away from where I'm sitting right now. Oh, really? That's yeah, he's from Wilbur, Nebraska. You know, and he was the he was the <laughs> he was the head coach. Of, it's very Czech, if that yeah. explains anything. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, he was the head coach Creighton before McDermott went there. And so, you know, I I feel like I'm obligated to root for Oregon basketball. Yes. Yeah. Plus, plus there, are very, there was a very fun program to watch, in my opinion. Ball? Is that his name? That was there? Hmm? Am I right there? Ball, 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 ball. Uh, no, he went to Texas, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Mobamba. No, Mobamba was maybe it was Bobo that was at Oregon. Bobo College. But I remember, wasn't there like a seven four guy that was at? Oh, Oregon? it was it was Bobo. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. What was I? What was I thinking? Mobamba was at Texas. Yeah, yeah. No, I was definitely thinking of Mobamba. It was like seven eight, and they're massive. <laughs> guys are bananas. Yeah, I. No, I. Well, in the, in the, I genuinely believe Garzino was a is, is a great player, and that's why that's why he's like it's just greatness like Garza. And unfortunately, I don't think he'll get drafted by the NBA just because of the way the the game has in the NBA has changed. But man, like it's so frustrating for me to, and I'm not even an Iowa fan, but it's still it's just so frustrating for me to see like you put up that many points and. See, that's I think I disagree with you there. Like I think he he will definitely get drafted. One, because his work ethic, and two, he does everything that people don't want to do. Um, I think he's okay with getting hit and stuff and still playing. I think that's what he likes. Um, and he can shoot. He is pretty good under the rim. Like people talk about athleticism and all that stuff, but he finds a way to be in the right spot and scores too. And I think he's a, a great guy. So I'm I'm fingers crossed. I hope he gets drafted. I Again, hope he does too. I, yeah, because I'm not a basketball guy all that much, but um, I know he's a really good guy and deserves it. So, see, I don't think he'll get drafted. I okay. think he'll get signed. Yeah, I think he'll get signed, but I don't think that he'll get drafted. Yeah, mainly because, and like you said, he can shoot, but he's yes. he's been a center for how long? So I feel like until he can show that, like now he has that range, like everybody else, that's his height. I mean, he can he, pop threes like pretty, pretty yeah. good. What was it? He was like what five for five on threes one day. Yeah, like that was I mean, like that, that was stupid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could put him up there as one of the top three point shooters on the team too. He's pretty good. <laughs> like it, but I think I think he'll have an uphill battle just because of 
you know, he's not he's not as athletic as these guys that are his size in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I hope he just kind of becomes his own unique player and just kind of balls out. I, th- um, I think that's what he has to do, yeah. basically, because he's yeah. what, 6'11"? Um, I'm not sure. I know or he's not, no, no, he's <laughs> he's shorter than Creener. That's right. He's he was like six nine. Okay, which yeah. which is we have a Mexican a restaurant. Like it's it's kind of like a Qdoba, Chipotle, Pancheros. It's called the Stella, and I was saying it's so good. But I saw him there one time, and he's like looking down at me like this. I'm like, oh yeah, you're really tall. And he goes, Keith, what's up? I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> he's he's yeah. really. He's taking on a Skype call with Ryan Creener. I like I'm I'm six four. I'm not short. Yeah, like sitting on a Skype call with Creener, I felt small. Oh yeah, he's six eleven. I was like, I, he was he was my next door neighbor in the dorms. Um, really? Like, so yeah, he, no, I I love Creener. He's great. Absolutely, awesome. just he was it when when we had him on. He was ready to just like start coming after us. He was like, I had stuff written up. Really? Just in case you guys were doing nothing but cracking jokes the whole time. That's funny. And then we yeah. had actual conversations, and it was it was a great time. He's a competitive dude. He's really fun to talk to. Um, good player too. So I think he's he's playing pretty yeah. well. Um, he just got uh, he just got named to the first team uh, all all conference or whatever for uh, his Euro League. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know he, he's playing pretty well over there. I see his Twitter sometimes too. Um, so super, good for him. Super happy for him over there. Yeah. Like that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love I love to see I love to see athletes succeed. Yeah. After yeah. after college, I think people yeah don't see like the the tough part of the athlete side, um, which is understandable, but yeah, it's really cool to see guys just kind of excel. I could one player that I really want to see excel is I really hope that because we camp declared while keeping eligibility, if I remember correctly. And Wait, I re- oh, yeah, yeah, I think he's going through the process right now. I don't know if he's coming back or if he's going, but I yeah, really he- want him to get drafted. I think yeah. that he would actually succeed super well. Yeah. Again, I know absolutely nothing about basketball or the process. Um, I just see him play really well. So I, I hope I'm, he, I I'm hope kind he of with you there a little bit, Keith. Uh, basketball is not my primary sport that I pay attention yeah. to. Basketball guy, I hate watching the NBA, um, but I cheer for the Hawks when they're on. So that's kind the of the Atlanta Hawks. Well, knowledge. The the Atlanta Hawks or the Iowa oh, guys? Yeah, uh, the Iowa Hawks. Okay, I was about to say because if you're cheering for Atlanta, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like I hate again, you I for the week. As I say, I grew up in Texas, so I cheer for the Mavericks. Oh, but like I, I can tell you that Luca's on the team, Doncic, and that's mm-hmm. about. It. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't really, yeah, I, I would never watch them unless they were in the finals. <laughs> Skeet up! Uh, I'm going to ask you to take over for a bit. I gotta get some more water. I'll be right back. Sure. I got you. But. <laughs> Something, something that um, actually got brought up when I was talking to Graham Valdez uh, a while ago. That little, little, slightly heavier topic. It's not like the pinto beans or anything. Yeah. Um, but he he talked about there being a dynamic at Iowa. Yeah. Between between students, fans, and players of any sport. Yeah. Um, and how he said that to him. And he was like, and maybe it was just because I'm mixed because he's, uh, you know, because he's part Hispanic. But he was like, it almost seemed kind of hostile, you know, towards the players. Like, we expect you to be an athlete and that's what we expect you to be. Huh. I've actually, I've, I mean, I've never witnessed that. Um, again, I never, I don't look like a football player. So maybe that's why. 
Um, you def- but, you definitely look like you wear board shorts every day. Yes, and I am. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I definitely look like I'd be in a frat, and yeah. And if I didn't play football, I probably would. So, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I don't know. I mean, I definitely don't see that. I have a I have a lot of friends who aren't uh, that don't play any sports, and I think that's that's really cool. And I know a lot of football guys do. I don't know mm. too much about um, the other sports. Um, but I was gonna say after freshman year, we kind of split off. We used to be pretty close with the basketball team and, and other sports like that. Um, but yeah, I don't necessarily see that. I could, I mean, I could see it and I know certain people think that way. I don't know if I would say the whole campus does. Um, but again, right. that's an interesting topic. Yeah. Right. And I, and I don't feel like it's ever fair to say like, Oh, every, everybody, you know, yeah. it's a general it's like that for sure. Right. Yeah. right. It's kind of, it's kind of like saying, Oh, all kids that have behavioral disorders, you know, yeah. Or come like, from poor families like no yeah. yeah it's just like on twitter right now with the iowa Ohio state stuff <laughs> i'm like and that and that is an absolute mess i people are saying they want to get rid of this ihawk which it. i would cry if that happened like seriously that's what that's what social media has come down to you have people that talk on social media and they just like to start stuff, which is fine, but some people mm-hmm. take it a little too personal and yeah. Like people it, it relax. It's going to be okay. <laughs> like, I mean, and I'm somebody who most of, most of my followers, actually, I think I have more Iowa followers than I have Iowa state followers. Which yeah. Is unfortunate for me. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, a lot of what I do is I just poke at other fan bases and try and get them to respond. Yeah. Like I'll make jokes about Iowa losing to Purdue. And then they're all like, well, you lost to Louisiana. Okay. It's not the conversation, but thank you for doing what I wanted you to. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how sports should be. Like it's fun to like do that stuff. But I think when people take it personal, that's when things start to go downhill. And that's where college sports get so much crazier than pro sports. Yeah. Because you have identity again, I think because you can have a fan that went to the school. So they feel a part of the program a lot more than like an NFL or uh-huh. NBA kind of team. Like, so I've never played for the New York Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not once in my, not once in my life. The only tie that I have to them is that I used to be a huge Carmelo Anthony fan and I still am. I have yeah. to be. That's sweet. I can't not like Melo. Yeah. But it's um, like, it's like, I never, I, I didn't go there. I never played for them. Yeah. You I know, mean, like fun to and again it's all how you perceive things and how you grew up um mm-hmm. like my dad's a big denver broncos fan and the first thing that i like in a as a baby he put like a denver broncos onesie on me so i became a broncos fan but now right. like, I, I don't really have an nfl team um i the only team that i like is iowa um so the only teams i'm passionate about are iowa and the dallas stars in the nhl so <laughs> ah, other than that, yes yeah. we have a hockey person thank you Big hockey guy. Oh man, man! By the way, if if you aren't watching the Stanley Cup playoffs right now, they're so good right now. You need to you need to watch it. People don't like hockey. Should be much larger than what it is. Like, you can't tell me that the NBA is more entertaining than the NHL. Oh, we're not I too close. I can't get I can't get on the NBA train just because of the physicality. I think even during the regular season too. Like one, people take games off. Um, you don't see that really in the NHL, and two, like the NHL is full pace all the time. They mm-hmm. only have one, and I think that's sweet. Um, the NBA is a little bit different, in my opinion. Again, it's an opinion, so 
you usually you're not wrong as a whole. You're not wrong, but then there are some teams like I'm. I the Knicks this you know have been nobody expected them to do anything this for season. sure. Yeah, it's the it's the New York Knicks. Last year they won 18 games, still ended yeah. up ahead of the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, but then you know this season we're a four seed in the playoffs right now. Yeah, that's awesome. The team's been going nuts to butts the whole time. You know, we had an all-star. We had Obi Toppin almost win the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like all all of it's just incredible. And but we're we're not the norm. But by the way, Keith, if you want to trigger uh trigger Finn down there, all you have to just ask him is who do you think the Knicks should have drafted this year? Uh oh. (laughs) See that that works every single time. That's all you have to do. I can already tell it's a sensitive subject, so I don't think I'll ask it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So, I still think we should have drafted Tyrese Halberton. Yeah, I know I'm biased. I know I'm biased. But we drafted Obi Toppin as the ninth pick, and we 100% should have drafted Halberton. And instead of taking Emmanuel quickly later, we have Halberton, so now we can draft a dynamic big man like Toppin. <sighs> Again, I know nothing about the NBA, so that, whatever yeah, you say. That's, that's Skidaf's topic down there is the NBA, because I'm not a big proponent of the NBA either. I've yeah. kind of lost interest in the NBA over the past six years. Uh, I well, think don't ask, the, don't ask the around the corn guys. They'll tell you that the NBA is not my topic because I'm a Knicks fan. Oh jeez! <laughs> so you we were we we were proud to uh, sell out Madison Square Garden, whereas the Nets had to have their players buy tickets for fans because nobody was buying them. Just like Nebraska, <laughs> yeah, except that businesses will buy them in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then never give them out. Yeah, exactly. Trust me, I've seen an, an a very empty Nebraska stadium before. Not fun. It- let me, let me ask you. Sell out streak ever. Let me let me ask you because uh, I'm curious, uh, and I don't think we've asked um, why. Why did you be, become a kicker? Did you play soccer um, when you were younger? And because I know a lot yeah. of, at least in my high school, when my brother was playing football, you know his his football team in '08 uh, was like this powerhouse that almost won state championship. Um, but their kickers tend to come from the soccer team. Yeah, I played I played soccer growing up through Texas, um, a pretty competitive on a pretty competitive team. Um, and my buddy who played football, I played soccer and, uh, and baseball. Um, a buddy who was on my baseball team was big into football. His dad was like, "Hey, we need a kicker. Come out and try." And that's kind of basically how how I got into it. It sounds easy, uh, or it sounds simple, and that's kind of what happened. Um, there was no like really cool story, I guess. But um, yeah, I started well, kicking. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, I was a quarterback and then my arm got broken, but it turns out that I had a bionic leg. Yes, that's not my story. Hopefully it is for someone else because it'd be sweet. Um, But I played wide receiver a little bit in middle school and then um, figured out that I should probably just kick. (laughs) And that's what happened. So, like, so I'm still fascinated by the whole Keith Duncan kicking program. And. You know, it's not something that you really see much about. Like, I I love people that are willing to pioneer and do go against the grain and do things that are really abnormal. Um, and you focus on the mental game, and that's something that I don't think a lot of people 
either casual or hardcore fans understand that kicking is a mental game and everything i think yeah like just just how you said that like like even being a quarterback or a linebacker like that's really mental um i mean as a kicker you have more time to think about the rep that you could get just because you're sitting on the bench a lot more um but even like during the week there's a lot that goes into it mentally or more mentally than physically uh, so that's something that, again, like I think I'm very passionate about is kicking and the mental side of sports. It's a really cool subject. And I think once you master that or become more mature with the mental side, you're just going to see yourself go like that on the physical side. Um, and again, I think that's really cool and hopefully something that I can get across to the kids that I start coaching. Was there a turning point or anything like why did you decide or or not? Sorry, not why did you decide, but like what in your career? Did you realize like, man, I need to, I need to get better with the mental game or, or, or was there was, a, a point that like you realized that you needed to focus on it and, and did you see any results? How, yeah, how did you focus on it? Yeah. It feels like it goes into like the, the fear of failure thing. Um, whenever I like went out to kick a ball, like my freshman year, I was like, Oh, I hope I don't miss. And then I'm like, wow, that's probably not the best way to go about things. Um, hoping something bad doesn't happen. So I got with our sports psychologist and wrote, wrote down some like mental cues and a routine and that helped out a lot. Um, so then going into my junior year, my mindset was I'm going to make this kick. Um, so it was, and it was less about myself and more about the team that helped out a lot too. Um, I found myself as a freshman just cause again, I was a freshman. I had no idea. Um, as a freshman, I was like, Oh, like, did I make this kick? Like, like just looking at my stats and comparing, um so i think comparing is the worst thing that you could do as a player i always forget about like teams have sports psychologists and i know skeet up would know better than, than me because he's worked with uh you you have worked with the actual athletic programs haven't you or or shadowed yeah. so yeah i was he, he's more of the sports like science side of it so he would know and i was i always forget that uh that that they have sports psychologists and that would really help help with that. Oh yeah. I mean, again, I think some guys don't utilize it, which is just a big mistake. Um, I think the sports psychology and sleep is the number or the, the top things that you can do as an athlete to really differentiate your, to differentiate yourself from uh, other people. So it's, it's really cool to see that. Um, and again, I'm like really excited to start this program. Um, so it's gonna be up and running soon, so I can't I can't wait. But June first, right? June first. Yep, June first. I think I may have to hop off here too. My roommate just got home, and I don't mm-hmm. wanna have you guys hear anything <laughs> that he says. <laughs> goes goes oh. in and just plays cod instantly and starts screaming as loud as he can. Oh <laughs> yeah, we all know how cod lobbies are. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I absolutely appreciate you agreeing to come on with us, Keith. Oh yeah, no, it's. Again, it's fun for me to do this and would love to do this again. It's really fun to just talk about sports and the dynamic of, of all these really cool things. Um, so, again, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And it was good talking to you guys. We're always happy to yeah. have uh, prior guests back on the show. And hopefully someday we, someday we can have like a, a super mega show where we have like all of the guests come on. Um, but, okay. yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Keith, for joining us. Uh, be sure to follow Keith on Twitter at KeithDunk3. That's K-E-I-T-H-D-U-N-C-3. And also check out his uh, kicking program. It's uh, Let me bring it up here. It is KeithDuncanKicking.com. I will be sure to drop that in the chat here. 
Uh, oh, you got the .com even. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's hard to forget forget the website. So <laughs> I tried to make it as simple as possible. <laughs> but yeah, I got the .com. <laughs> there you go. No, we absolutely appreciate it. And we wish you the best of luck in your, uh, in, in your future endeavors. <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no you have a good one, man. Too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Keith Duncan. Just such a great, great guy to talk to. Absolutely enjoyed that. Yeah, shoot. I, I DM'd uh, somebody yesterday, and he told me that Keith Duncan's a pretty cool guy. And you know, I, and and I don't know if I expressed it to you, Finn, but like, yeah, I was like, kind of like, well, every any time we have a, a, an athlete, I would consider pro athlete. You know, if you're in college or like semi pro, kind of almost there you're somewhat of stature <laughs> so yeah. i'm not yeah. used to talking to people of, of that and so yeah it was actually core right dm and he's told, he said that you know he's pretty cool and that kind of made me you know a little bit more easy or uh relaxed about things you know and and that's what i, I think i'm steadily learning that with every person that we have on there no matter like how big they are or that they're you know they're pretty cool they're pretty like they're humans and sometimes we forget that you know athletes are are humans they're just people too so uh, and, you so know, far, not, we haven't had anybody that's tried to big time us. So. Yeah, that's not going to happen with like you know every single person. Not every single athlete's going to you know be that way. But like a lot of the people that we've had and we've talked to so far. And granted, we've only talked to two athletes. I think was it two? Yeah, yeah, two yeah, athletes. Dylan but, and Keith. Yeah, but they've all been it, pretty it, cool people. Well, and Doctor Sai. Doctor Sai is so much bigger than. Him. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's ridiculous. He works with Evil Geniuses, Cloud Nine, and Hundred Thieves. Like, come you on, can't forget about esports too. Esports is also a sport. It's a very, it's very, huge. very, very mental. And, you know, we need to get Dr. Sai back on because there's there's a lot of things we didn't cover just because of the, you know, miscommunications or misunderstandings of times and everything. And also he's on the, the West Coast. So it's a, and it's a little. Yeah. And, and he's he's uh, he's engaged. He has a fiance. So that kind of takes up some of his time, too. So but owns his own physical therapy clinic. Yeah. Yeah. He's a busy man, but like the, he's he's got a lot of great info to say. And that's something that I think going forward that this is why I love this show is that we talk, we get to talk to pretty much anybody and we get to learn so much. Like there's, I think there's only been like maybe one or two shows where I've like, man, what did I get out of this? But like, I want out of what, 23. So like the first episode we got nothing out of, it was just like, eh. it was a, it was our pilot, like test episode kind of thing. We we didn't really, we didn't really know what exactly we were yet. We didn't exactly know what we were going to be. I think we've kind of figured out, you know, we're, we are a, I mean, it still stands, you know, our original ideas stands from the beginning. Like we are a variety podcast. We talk about anything, but I think it's more, it's become more emphasized that we didn't really realize the beginning until now. That is a very, very laid back, you know, kind of like it really is like round table conversation is if you were sitting in the same room, sitting at the same table, you know, just having a conversation. Nothing. It's super, super informal, super informal. Mm. So and and that's I think what I hope I hope that a lot of the people that have come on uh, out of the um, numerous amounts of guests we've had on realize that, you know, it's a super just be yourself you don't have there's we don't have any strict rules other than you know no gamer words and you know just a very basic you know human rights like more and human morals like (laughs) don't don't do that stuff but i hope everybody realizes that you know it's just been like you know we're we're building something here that's just 
I, I would say out of out of the norm. It's super informal, super not serious. Sometimes it is serious, but you know we're here to learn and we're here to give people a chance to talk and say what are, what's on their mind, um, whether it be you know good or bad. Um, but it, it's I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm proud of what we've not we've it's been you it's been you of what you because this was actually your idea and you've had the guests on you've been uh you know i, I need i need to hold up my end of the bargain here i need to i need to start getting guests on you know i've I've, no. been, I've been saying like you know i've had a couple people that i've had in mind but i just haven't really reached out to you yet i'm sure they it's would be joint okay effort. It. it's for sure a joint effort man don't don't get it by the way, I, Just, I, I don't want to discredit you here. I, I, I need to give credit to Finn here. He was the one who organized this meeting. He was the one who got Keith Duncan on the podcast. Uh, I didn't know. See, that, that, and that's what I was like worried about. Like, I don't know anything about this guy beforehand. Like, I was trying to do my research last night. And if it isn't apparent, I've been battling a sickness over the past couple, few days. So it's been a little bit difficult for me to, to you know. Honestly, this bed that you see behind me. This is the first time it's been in made in like three days because I've been in bed <laughs> like probably twenty hours a day just trying to to recover from this very severe cold or or sinus of infection that I have here. But uh, so I'm glad that uh, we really popped this off though. I when I learned that uh, a ton of people had been messaging Keith, uh, telling him that. You know, it would be very bad for business to go on around the corn. I was like, well, I've, I've got to figure out a way to salvage some kind of anything from this. So I talked to Ryan and said, hey, you know, would you be cool with this? And said, sure. So then I reached out to Keith. And yeah, we were finally able to get it set up. Like you said, he just moved to Des Moines. He just got Wi-Fi last night. So... If he got you know, Mediacom, you know, we're not sponsored by Mediacom, and we probably never will be sponsored by Mediacom based off of what we say about Mediacom. If if he has Mediacom, uh, pretty pretty lucky that he uh, he he didn't drop out on us. Yeah, he he was cutting out a few times. Uh, not not a whole lot. I, I couldn't really tell for sure. Um, I know I had was a never, little bit of a technical issue on my end here that it fixed here. It was. It was never real bad. Just a couple of little. Really glad no one. Yeah, no, I'm really glad AJ that nobody did that this time. I, you know, what are what are they gonna have on me? But really? yeah, I, I think it's also the fact that we are a small podcast that we're still growing to, and there's really they, nothing. They there's nothing to attack us for. I saw last night people were trying to attack us. Um, for, I don't know you why. Mean DJ, DJ, DJ didn't like us. DJ doesn't like anybody that isn't an Iowa fan. I I, I found that apparent last night. I was like, yeah. dude, just chill. Like it's uh, one. I'm not a. Also, I, I think Ross also a lot of people. Ross didn't understand. Joe was joking when he said that my parts suck. Which my parts suck. You absolutely carry this. What was that? Sorry, you, oh, I I missed what you said. You what was it? Joe Joe made a joke like talking about how you carry. Uh, the podcast because my parts. Yeah, it's clearly suck, a joke. Like suck like DJ. Like it, it was a joke. Yeah. I don't disagree with the joke because you absolutely do carry. But Stop. It's like, yeah, no. DJ blocked. Me. Was it? He blocked me after he tweeted something uh, that was very worrying. So 
So I DM'd him and I was like, yo, dude, what's up? You know, you want to talk? And then he blocked me for it. And apparently he said yesterday, all of that was fake. None of it was real. It hasn't been feeling bad at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, uh, it, you know, we, we, we can talk. Paying for a hooker to watch a movie with them. Oh boy, let's not get this now. It's it's too early for this. It's, that's 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 for our Thursday night show. It's not a, not a Tuesday afternoon show. No, they just watched a movie together. That's it. Uh, so I, I don't. So yeah, like there's. Uh, he, he told Ryan he's on the list. Like I don't care if you don't like Ryan. That's absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, no, you can't do that. That's uh, almost on the. Actually, it might be worse than. No, I'd say it's on the level of what we what we talked about prior to the stream. You're talking about a Fortnite streamer. Or, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, there was a there was a Fortnite streamer that there was a Fortnite streamer that got banned from uh, everything except for Cash Cup uh, in Fortnite. Like he can't compete in the FNCS anymore because he got banned from a tournament, and uh, he also got banned from Twitch permanently. He gets a perma ban. Because yeah, that's hard to do. That's hard to get permanent yeah. banned from Twitch. Yeah, you got to be Doctor Disrespect or something like that. But he he typed in somebody's chat. I'm gonna find out where they live and beat them. Beat them until they can't touch the board anymore. Rude. Uh, why? Why? I don't know if it's just the fact that people get to hide behind screens and and keyboards. He. He tweeted out, he was all like, I can't believe they did this to me. I have anger issues for so many reasons. Oh, please don't. Please don't fall on that. Please don't. Oh, I hate it when people fall on that. Unless you can show us that you've gone through every available avenue to try and get help already. Get help. I guess a good example of, like, bad apologies. Uh, uh, Hey, thanks for... You know, with how early it is, I think with you, Corver, I don't. I really, I sincerely hope that you didn't stay up all night, uh, staying uh, waiting for this episode. But uh, I appreciate you for for waking up early uh, to watch this and join us today. It was great. Yeah, it it's always been great just having you. Eight o'clock, I think, for him. Uh, we started I at one. You, yeah. yeah, eight o'clock for him. I think. I, f- I forget if it's six hours or or how much. I think it's five. No, appreciate you. Andrew. Good luck at, and have a good day at work. Oh, I hope you. Oh no, no. Just been waiting. Oh no. You get oh, up. you get up at five forty-five. Okay. F- five hours. Okay. So yeah, it would have been uh, eight. Oh, seven. It was only like seven. Two, it would have been seven. Two, no, two five, it would have been eight. hours. But so yeah, thanks for thanks for stopping by, and we hope to see you again whenever we go live again. We haven't. This is a special episode. We are. We haven't started our new season yet, just because. I mean. I think I'm the limiting factor here. My schedule's weird. Um, my schedule's really, really weird this summer. Uh, I'm unexpectedly uh, busier than I thought I was going to be. That's why I haven't really put out a... I haven't even started or edited a, a Greatest Hits episode like I was wanted to. I'm probably If I do a Greatest Hits episode, it's probably going to be cut down severely, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I don't know when... We might do a half season. We might do a full season that extends for like I don't know. It just depends because, like, you know, the summer, this summer for me is just, I've been thrown for, for a loop uh, of, of, I can't really get into that. I, or I, I could, but I don't really want to get into details as to why. Just basically, just understand that my life has gotten a little bit 
uh busier than i expected it to be over the summer so that's unfortunately that's why we can't cre- uh, create uh and do more episodes um but i can say for certain that the next time you see us and we are and i don't think we're ending the show yet but i just want to put this out here before i forget the next time you see us discord may not be involved As in, Finn, do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, I know where you're going. We, it's not 100% certain yet. I know where you're going with it. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for it. But it, it's, it's, it is possible. It is possible. I still have to work out the technicalities about, you know, just equipment and stuff like that. But it is possible that the next time you see, this, see an episode from us, uh, you won't you might be seeing the same background. That's all. I'll leave it at that. But with that, folks, my anime of the week is actually the Dota play Annie Major, an anime themed Dota Major. That's on Netflix, right? Nope, that's the Dota anime, Dota Dragon's Blood. Okay. No, this is a major tournament, like a Counter Strike major. Okay, but it's anime themed because why not? Starts June 2nd, for those of you that are interested. But anyway, with that, Jason, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Do I... I, I guess I will get into this. I need to... I, sports Twitter yesterday was bad. Uh, I'm going to... You know, we all know the... Or not all of us, but... I'm going to try and not sugarcoat this as much as possible. There was the... There was the how do I even put this man the the toxicity I guess of of the Cyhawk fan base both fan bases were were, were pretty terrible in my opinion uh, yesterday but that wasn't the only thing that made sports Twitter bad about the whole uh, Bohannon situation and you can you know everybody has their own opinions on Bohannon to this day I still don't know enough about him to actually form a an informed opinion so i don't really like him or dislike him one way or the other um but then there was also what happened on undisputed i don't know if you know about this and thanks for calling me back oh by the way we're live yeah i yesterday was just a very mentally draining day for the the Bohannon situation, and then what Shannon Sharp did. I absolutely unacceptable. I hope. I really, really hope. And what leads me to believe that it wasn't pre-planned is the fact that Julio Jones' Twitter is private now. Um, in case you aren't aware, what happened yesterday is uh, Shannon uh, Shannon Sharp uh, from Undisputed, from uh, Skipping Skipping Shannon Undisputed, I think it's called. Um, called Julio Jones up while they were live on the air and Julio Jones picked up the phone and revealed to all of America, all of the world that, yeah, I'm not returning to Atlanta. The Atlanta, he's a, he's and he's not going to Dallas. Yeah, yeah, and it's still deeply upsetting for me, you know, I'm not, I've never taken a single journalism class, but the legality of things, boy, like, and also the morality, too. It's just, 
If that show's recorded in California, then that means that they broke the law. They they did break speaking. the law. They did break the law because two party consent is is a thing in in California. But I that's why I I, I really want to wish that it was pre planned. But Shannon, dude, if you're gonna call somebody up on the air like that impromptu, you have to preface it by saying we're live on the air. And I really don't think Julio Jones knew that they were alive. And the fact that, you know, the fact that his Twitter account is now private. I mean, I'm just looking at my, I'm looking at my face right now and it just looks drained, disappointed, upset about this. I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever looked that way in, on the, on a stream, on, on a show, but God, and maybe it's because I'm also slightly sick. Not slightly, I am still sick, but I am beyond disappointed that that happened so there's there's a, the whole factor of i mean I'm, i know I'm, i have a very long drawn out thought here final my long long drawn out final thought but man like sports twitter was a mess yesterday um i i i guess i'll leave it at i'll leave it at this i wish that i wish that shannon sharp would not have or would have prefaced Julio Jones and not did him dirty like that. And I also wish that both Iowa and Iowa, Iowa State and Iowa Hawkeyes fan bases can just be moral human beings. Um, my take on this is really just, you know, it might it may be an unpopular opinion, but I don't I don't care. I don't think anybody really deserves to be assaulted. Yeah, I mean the the rumors that I've heard, you know, he was being a dick, and, you know, and I know Bohan is kind of an arrogant asshole sometimes too. But I I don't know I I I don't I don't agree with a lot of the things that I saw on Twitter yesterday. I, it was it was bad, and I do better. I guess both fan bases do better. We need to do better. We need to do better as people. It's it boils down, you know, put put aside the whole. You know, they represent Iowa State. They represent Iowa. They represent Nebraska. Whatever. Put that aside. We need to look at that a human being was assaulted. That's unacceptable. I'll, I'll, leave, it, I'll leave it at that. My final thought is I'm going to be in Iowa. It's going to be great. If anybody would like to meet up, message me on Twitter. Use that. Will you be an ace? With that, I will be somewhere sometime. That's all right. We'll just leave it at that. All right. And with that, folks, we thank each and every one of you tuning in at twitch.tv slash 33. We appreciate anybody that's watching this on YouTube at youtube.com slash letters, numbers, numbers, letters, sequence. Uh, with that, we will see you around. Yep. Roll we- clones. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, follow the, if you haven't, uh, if you're new to the channel, uh, follow the channel too. Also follow us when his uh, when his channel is uh, reinstated. Uh, follow follow Skidap TV on Twitch too. Uh, partner over here, he uh, streams a lot more frequently than I do. He's, he actually streams content in games. So uh, if you if, you know, give it a follow when it, when it's reinstated. It'll, it'll check check within the next week uh, search it up on, on Twitch uh, and also don't uh, don't forget to follow him on Twitter also at Skidap um, 
And yeah. So let's do this again. Finn? <clears throat> we'll see all you beautiful folks later. Roll clones. Roll credits. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs>